0: Don't be alarmed, dear listener, you haven't dramatically overslept. I'm running two experiments this week. The first is I'm sending out the newsletter at six in the morning rather than the evening, so you can slot it in wherever it fits best in your Sunday routine. The second is that I'm going to be live on Twitter this evening to discuss anything you find interesting in this week's issue. There's a link in the newsletter, and I will really, really hope you'll join my Twitter space at 5pm London time this evening. Welcome to In Marketing This Week, I'm Andrew Carrier. Written for CEOs and other leaders in the financial sector, In Marketing This Week is a showcase for news likely to impact them, delivered with insight on why it matters and ideas on what to do about it. It's published from London every Sunday at 6 to give you a head start on your week. This week, the right tool for the job. Why you need different tactics for each social medium. What's new? The FT's Elaine Moore wrote an opinion piece this week, pondering whether, as millennials reach middle age, Instagram, Facebook's prize app, may be losing its money-making ability. Moore writes, The millennials who made Instagram into a phenomenon are creeping towards middle age. Uploading selfies requires time and effort they no longer have to spare. It might even feel embarrassing. Posts from friends are disappearing, replaced by brand campaigns. Influencers, a breed of online celebrity created to flog things to followers, have taken over the app. Every social media platform cedes power to rivals over time, but for years Instagram has defined the sector. Instagram must now hope that its user base is big enough to avoid MySpace-style irrelevance. Why does this matter? As much as I'd love to see Covid slay Instagram, I think it's unlikely. The truth is that the Facebook-owned app will morph before Covid does and survive just fine. It's done so before. Instagram isn't what it was a year ago or a year before that. The nature of social media is to change because they're all chasing eyeballs. They have no purity of purpose or loyalty to their original design. So. Moore's piece matters because it reminds us how quickly the social landscape moves, and it should prompt us to think about what that means for our own marketing efforts. With audiences frequently migrating from one hot app to the next, with the focus and sometimes the capabilities of those apps evolving weekly, it's easy for marketers to conclude that they need to be spreading their message across as many media as possible if they're going to be sure of reaching their audiences. I disagree. If the dynamic nature of social media teaches us anything, it's that focus and consistency are key. The apps will evolve over time, but that's why we should be clear about what we're trying to achieve, who we're trying to reach and why, on each one. Contrary to what you might think from watching many large brands on social, there's nothing clever about pumping out the same content on every social network. What's next? What action can we take? Check in with your marketing team this week. Are they focused or chasing the crowd when it comes to social media? You'll never build a following if you spread yourself thin with the same content across multiple social media channels. Have the courage of your convictions. Articulate your objectives, then choose a channel for each one. That means a different approach, sometimes different messaging, and certainly different types of content for every channel. I can't tell you what's best for your business without knowing more about it, but here's some advice I offered an investment firm recently. Facebook, relaxed and familiar. This is a place to reach private clients by sharing helpful financial planning and interesting lifestyle content. Instagram, focused on attractive visuals. This is an appropriate channel to appeal to employees, both present and future by sharing behind-the-scenes looks at the brand and stories about what it's like to work here. Twitter. Perfect for growing awareness and building relationships with journalists, analysts and pundits. The key on Twitter is to engage with them. LinkedIn. This is the more buttoned up professional network. It can be used for reaching advisors, charities and institutional investors by demonstrating investment expertise and hinting at ideas they would benefit from. And finally, YouTube, a great place to increase the reach of video content to pretty much all audiences. I hope you'll take the time to read the rest of the issue. This week we uncover why transaction banking isn't sexy but it is reliably profitable and catching on. Why robo-advisors have had their day, but the future for hybrid advice looks bright. Why every major social medium now has an audio product. Just at the very moment, interest seems to be waning. And finally, why your customer should be the hero of your marketing. Hopefully you'll join me on Twitter this evening at five. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to talking with you again next Sunday. In any event, I wish you a productive week.